I woke up feeling the cheesiest, coach. <laughs> I woke up feeling the cheesiest, coach. <laughs> Welcome back to the Lucky Me Podcast. It's your boy, Philosophical J. Little bro off, off up in the building. Yeah. I woke up feeling the cheesiest, coach. Number two in the div- in the whole conference, not even in the division, the entire conference. I woke up feeling the cheesiest, coach. Let's go, man. Yeah, the Niner boys, number two seed. Fuck, they know about that there. What before on the pod before the pod when we was just talking, going into the week, Jay was like. Man, I'm not even worried about this game. Like, you know, it ain't even fun no more. At all. I thought they was quitting. <laughs> okay. And but, then I text you. Wait, we wait. We got but, action. <laughs> but but in wait a minute, but in my defense, remember I planned all year to go to the game. Yeah. I didn't go to the game. Yeah. Nor did I make my trip to Vegas. Which I'm not so mad about because the, the, the shit that happened with all the traveling shit, we would have been screwed. Mm-hmm. And that really would have pissed me off. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that bad. That really, we just had a hard time finding the flight. So I had already had our room. So we had an Airbnb. Everything was in there. We was good. This is, we was having trouble finding the flight. And now we know why. God was looking out for us. He didn't want us out here bad. You feel me? They so. wanted to see that 37, 34. Niners, Las Vegas Raiders. Well, I mean, you know, well, but also, you know, I did get to see the 49ers playing overtime last season versus the Bengals. I saw that. That was a dub as well. Yeah, we true. won that one as well. Yeah, we won that one. Yep, yep, yep. I will say, though, come out of this one, the the one narrative that I'm hearing going around that, like, we was exposed because of, like, Who Devontae Adams. I heard he that always little... kill us. He's the boogeyman. And that's what I was telling people. We got he... two boogeymen, Russell Wilson and Devontae Adams. I don't want no issues with both of them. And I will say, adding on to that point, this entire season, wide receiver play has just been our kryptonite. Like, we've just been not the greatest against wide receivers. We just make it up with a lot of interceptions. That's the difference well, between this team and last year's team. Okay, watch this. You ready? Mm-hmm. Who got off on the team when E-Man was there? We had E-Man and Ward. Oh, no one. Yeah, Nobody no. got off. Yep, so no if we, y'all going to just sit here and act like, oh, well, that's not a backup. At the end of the day, Lenore's a backup. Yes. In fact, they put him inside at nickel for a reason. He was a starting nickel back, but as far as outside corner. But you know why he's out there? Because the guy competes. With me, he tries. That's better than some people. Yes. 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 Just saying. For the people he was making plays. He tried to make some plays on the ball. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. for instance, look at that. Uh, for those that don't know, we're talking about the 49ers versus the Raiders. Little bro just said it, but, yeah. you know, it's a little little hit stick action here for y'all. We just getting off some ones real quick. But, for instance, the catch Adams had in the end zone right before halftime. Yeah, ain't a whole lot of receivers making that catch. Yeah, no, there's maybe five. The, the DB was in good position. Stidham bum ass through a great pass, and my man did a great job getting his feet down. That's sure. I mean, there was a lot of plays where I'm like, it's just Devontae Adams. Like, what do you want me to say here? Like, Devontae you just... fucking. At the end of the, the last play of the game, who, who was he trying to throw it to? 
Devontae fucking Adams, yeah. And just our guy had just happened to be great. We had somebody great. Shout mm-hmm. out to uh, uh Nicholas Bosa, old Nikki B, Maga Nikki, you know, with the pressure there, pushing the left tackle back into the quarterback. Ball went up in the air, defense got another takeaway, man. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was that one. I was I thought we was talking about the uh I Drake forgot Jackson. that the, the Drake Jackson one came before you, you that. You get the DM on Cinchy about Drake yeah. Jackson dad? Yeah. Yo, that was cool, though, because he had the black and red jersey on, which was smart with the black and red Raiders hat. Mm-hmm. That was intelligent. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, that looked dope. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, with the caption on there, I don't know if y'all on social or not, but it's a, uh, it ain't a video of it, but it's like a picture of Drake Jackson's dad, who's a lifelong Raiders fan. He wearing all black, so he got the uh the black 49er alternate jersey on with the nine fire thing in red. Then he got a black Raiders hat, all black Raiders hat with the red joint that say Raiders on there. I had to do a double take. I'm like, how's he a Raider fan? But but whatever, yo. I like, didn't know that existed to keep it a buck with you. Well, you know, you got all different type of hats yeah, and combinations. Yeah, like yeah. I'm literally wearing a I'm wearing a black 49er joint right now. So I get but it. But like I said, it was a great Great game. It taught me a lot. It told me a lot for the positives and the negatives of the team. Okay, go negative. What's something that you've seen in this game that's extremely alarming to you? There is something I see that's so alarming, and I don't want to be this guy, but you know me, little bro. I watch every game three, four times. And yeah, you... it's a problem now because the Raiders definitely saw this on film. Look, if you need Mr. Purdy to throw the football, Longer than 30 yards. It's real, real skeezy. And we knew that in the offseason. The one thing that people will say all the time is the times he gets intercepted is when he tries to go longer than like 20 to 25 yards. 30 being his, you know, deepest he can go. He doesn't have a strong arm. We all knew that. that, No, no, we knew that. But for everybody who just goes off of... Oh, Brock Purdy, like, quarterback and wins that. and losses. Yeah, yeah quarterback like, wins. no, we actually watched the film. He's yeah. really good outside the numbers, but once and one on one, he's good at. But when it's like throwing it deep, which is why, whenever people are talking about the QB competition, saying like, no, Brock Purdy is QB one, I'm like, no, no, there's still a competition there because those are tra- those are plays that Trey Lance probably could. Would make actually those are plays that he oh, would definitely top. make. My arm easily. better than yours. What are you yeah. talking about? There is no competition when it comes to that. Yeah, so it's still a QB competition, but that to me is like the main thing is that I'm hoping that teams don't immediately key in on that. Okay, if we make this kid or force this kid to go deep, he's not going to be able to. And um, there's one more thing I noticed on a defensive end. On the defensive side, teams that are able to I'm trying to see how I can explain this, besides Hufunga's glaring weakness, which is him ball hawking only towards like stopping the run so much. I was about to say he just get tricked a lot with his eyes because he's Way so aggressive. Yeah. yeah, he get tricked a lot. So it's like, but can really, I can I help you with that? Go for it. This is what the Raiders is doing. They were specifically targeting. Ufunga over the top of Lenore. Because mm-hmm. now I got two really aggressive guys with their eyeballs. Yeah. That's literally all they was doing. Well, not all they was doing, but that was the big matchup they was going at. But where they've also messed up was they didn't go at uh, 
at they tight end enough. They could have did a little more. But uh, you know. Hey, so for me, like it is Brock Purdy, bro. And I'm sorry, I saw it last week. This <laughs> versus Washington. And I see it every week. So I'm about to tell you something he do. It's two things he do. One, and you can see the, the when you start looking at his throwing chart, he doesn't see the right side of the field. Facts. Which is weird. So, and then here's the thing. Let's go to that arm strength, right? When you think about arm strength, when you throw, uh, are you right-handed or left-handed, little bro? Right-handed. Okay. So that means you're standing in what type of stance? Right. Hold on. I'm what, terrible what? with my, <laughs> my size. I'm not even going to lie. Oh, I'm standing where my left, so basically I can't see anything to my left. Right. Okay. So look. So look, think about it. I'm I'm using this in terms of combat sports because that's what we do here, right? I gotta break it down. I'm to orthodox. People. Yes. Okay. Right. So you're standing in an orthodox stance, right? Mm-hmm. So that means in order for you to throw a power shot with your right hand, you go across the body. Do you not? Yep, you gotta step into it. Yeah. Right. But it's across the body. Mm-hmm. When he's throwing the ball to the left and or to the middle of the field, guess what he's doing? Throwing across the body. He's getting more on it, right? It's more of a natural field. Now, as a right-handed quarterback myself, who actually played quarterback, believe it or not, right? It's actually it is actually kind of hard to throw to your right side because you gotta turn, get your feet that way, everything, feet that way, hips, whereas to the left, it's just a natural torque of the body. It's mm-hmm. natural, right? He doesn't see the right side of the field as well. Nor does he complete enough passes down the right side of the field. Where mm-hmm. did his interception to Xavier come? On the right side. Okay, where does interception yep. versus Washington come? On the right side to okay. the... Yeah, yeah okay. Not, yeah. So all his interceptions come in the same spot. Yep. Especially when he's th- trying to throw deep down the right side, down the rails there. That's a problem. But the most glaring problem, young man, if you don't stop spinning out to the left every time. He spin yeah, out to the awesome. same side every mm-hmm. time. But this is how I know that it's on film and the Raiders been watching games. First play of the Buccaneers game, right? They sent a blitz off the quarterback right-hand side. Remember, he got smoked. Bam! Remember that? But they called a penalty. They, uh, they called a penalty on that play. Yeah. Then in this game, though, and again, this is how I could tell he only see one side of the field, right? In this game, if you look at right before the end of the game, remember that pass that he went to throw and he got hit and the ball went up in the air and uh, yes. Brandon IU caught it? Mm-hmm. Guess, what, guess what happened on that play? George Kittle was wide open, I believe, on that. No, we don't care about George Kittle. They blitzed from the right-hand oh, side. Oh, that too, same yeah. Thing. Listen, they did the same thing the Buccaneers did, right? And the kid never saw it. He saw it late, tried to run out, and went to throw it, right, to the left, obviously, right? Again, he can only move and throw on the run to his left. He can't do it going to the right. He doesn't do it. He don't see the field the same. He can't get enough into his throws. For everything he do, it goes to the left so he can get enough spin on it. But on this particular play, the guy blitzing, he hitch, hitch. And as he go to throw, he get hit, ball pop up in the air, 
thank God Brandon Ayuk was right there to catch it, you know, and save the day for the but, first down. Yeah. I was going to say as well, though, there was a play where, uh, and this is just to go back to arm strength. So there was a play where I think he also goes into a lot of plays with a decision already made. Well, that's Shanahan's. That's how he coached, unfortunately. Facts. He tried to remember but, that thing we watched with the coaches. He yeah. tried to make the perfect play call. Yeah. Like the perfect so, play design. When he this did guy's going to be open. I don't think the same play happened. They were run across the field, but what happened was Brandon Ayuk ran up cross. I think it was Ayuk, and Ayuk was closer, but there was another wide open Kittle where if he would have caught that, he probably would have took that to the house, but he missed it because, you know, it is what it is. He's not the strongest guy. But a lot of the situation, too, you can tell even when he did spin out on the one. Remember when he spent out, fake that he was going in that one direction, but then he yeah. went back? And that's how he, like, messed him up on a quick one. Yeah, I don't know. I will say it's something that I'm hoping other teams aren't keen in on now that there's way more footage oh, to be are. seen. They are. Yes, they are. No, I know I can tell you they keying on it because they did a blitz off the quarterback left-hand side, right? Mm-hmm. And the problem on this is, see, this is where personnel come in, right? You got to tell your personnel, because he doesn't step up inside the pocket, he always spins around to the left. That's when you got to tell you, whoever the blitzer is, tackle the quarterback's uh, up-the-field shoulder. Okay, by that, by up the field shoulder, I mean the opposite end zone. You know, we say throwing downfield, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to attack the up the field shoulder. All right, so that's the shoulder that I want. I want that shoulder that's, so if I attack that spot, knowing he's going to spin, he's going to spin out right into me, boom, his ass is cooked. It happened in the Miami game. Uh, Nick yeah. Chubb caught him. Chubb yeah. caught him. I called him Nick Chubb, Lord. That ain't Nick Chubb. Bradley. Bradley. Bradley Chubb, my bad. Yeah. Talking about a running back. But Bradley Chubb called him like that. Same family. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those things where I became, like, really nervous about while watching the game going into everything that happens after. Because the next week game to me is like a tune-up game. It doesn't really count. Like, it's just like, you know, I would still have our guys play, but it's like a fun game. And then... I, I agree with that. Um, just not to cut you off, but I just want to talk about something like you mentioned, Pop, before the pod, something we talked about earlier in the week, right? Remember, I told you I don't believe in sitting players as late in the season because when you plan a season like this, it, you know, for those that don't know, the 49ers on their third quarterback, right? And everything's going well. You don't want nine straight. Like, everything is cool, right? But here's the, th- here the thing. You want to win as many games you can until your season is over. Because right. when it's over, it's over. So I want – if we having good momentum and everything, I'm not stopping that for nothing. I think Philly having a problem with that now. You done lost two in a row. Now you got to get your momentum back up. Well, that's the reason why I say that as well is because we're actually playing for something next week. Like, first seed is up. There's a chance. But I'm and saying Philly has been playing for that. I'm talking about they messed up. And I know. Not, they, my man should have played this past week, bro. He should have played. He should have played. I think they're no, just nervous. I be nervous all you want to. You play them that week. You got two straight weeks to sit them out. Now you don't have no choice but to play them this week. That if you true. want that number one seed, they I have no know. choice but to play this week. 
I think you, they kind of don't want it as much as they used to, which is really dumb because they need it more than any team needs it. They need it, but yeah, right now because they just getting more injuries. They got they lost another pass rusher yesterday. They lost mm-hmm. two more starters out the game yesterday. Like carded out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm watching it, and yeah, there was a point in that game where I was like, "What are we doing?" But once again, the difference between what would have happened in the past, because without one player, I feel like we would have for sure lost that game. And I feel like Brock Purdy would be more exposed than he is right now. But I feel like Christian McCaffrey is such Dude. a heavy side. Like he's My really, man, bro. he's literally, he brings so much to that offense now. Yeah, a lot. That he really is, a in a lot. way, he hides all the weaknesses. Which is crazy to say that one player can hide all the weaknesses of an offense, but that's how good Christian McCaffrey is, honestly. But if you remember back when they got him, remember one of the things I talked about when James Garoppolo started playing better was see him do something he's never done. Mm-hmm. Check the ball down, son. Because mm-hmm. now when you check it down, like, for all intents and purposes, like you look at Debo, you look at Christian McCaffrey. Two different it's, people. It's the same girl out there on the pass route. Yeah, on the pass route, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like in the pass route, like yeah. now as a running back, you know. Yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey much more experienced there as a running back, but yeah, I mean, like when they, they both out there, can get bro, you. What I'm saying is those checkdowns, bro. Like, listen, bro. Listen, 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 listen. Let me say this for the people. Fuck the bullshit. I'm gonna keep it funky with y'all. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it. Hey, hey, I got a made-up play already. My man, listen, dog. We number two. The fucking San Francisco 49ers are currently sitting at the number two seed. They was three and fucking four, and we didn't fucking blink, little bro. We told motherfuckers relax. I don't bug out until after eight games. That's when I started feeling some type of way. And shout out to this team, man. This fucking team has grown tighter and tighter together through all the bullshit they went through so far this year. And I'm just sitting back enjoying this ride. I really appreciate their effort. And damn it, if they come out with the number one seed, you won't hear the last of it from me. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I'm sorry. But picture. I go crazy. My last thing is picture the play where he did Kyle Shanahan who Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch deserve duo coach of the year and executive of the year. It's not even a conversation, but picture. I think coach play. of the year is a more of a conversation. Well, no, actually executive of the, of the year too. I think they, I think it involves Philly. Coach of the year. And what, like Kyle Shanahan's on his third quarterback. So what's your point? And the last pick of the draft. And he what's still is winning. And he's still able to call plays and win games for him. Bro, we're not watched... about to look past what Nick Seriano did with that team this year. He did, but what what has he done? If you do a whole year as the race, right? What has Nick Seriani did in the past two weeks with Gardner Minshew? He got, got worse. Thrown... What did Kyle Shanahan get? Trey went down. He still was good with Jimmy G. Jimmy G went down. The offense is better with Brock Purdy. Hey, it's a bro. full year race. I'm not saying that that shouldn't happen. 
all I'm saying is picture the player where he did the fake, the two screen fakes. It was two check down fakes to George Kittle. Yeah. And in that situation, picture on either side being Christian McCaffrey or Debo Samuel. But that's a waste, though. It is a waste. They but it's still. But they'll both be back there. I agree. They'll both be back there on either side, I'm saying. And they'll both, like, it's going to draw offense either way. Again, little bro. Fuck the bullshit, bro. I'm just excited the team's playing well. Number they continue six. to play well every week. And I'm excited, man. One more regular season game left. If um, we get number one, though, I feel so bad for the Lions, dog. Because it was like, y'all work so hard, bro. I almost bro. wanted to be the Seahawks. Well, no, 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 no. This is the thing. If we stay at number two, you're going to feel bad for whoever at seven. Number two yeah. seed, get the seven seed. So, I mean, I don't really. Oh, that's true. That's true. We get a yeah, buy. Oh, yeah. Give us the one. Yeah, I take that yeah. one. Dude. Yeah, we come for that one spot. Yeah. We need it. We need it. Yeah. I need y'all I'm, to uh, set my guy. I ain't going to lie, man. I'm, I'm rooting heavily against the Cowboys. I hope they don't play nobody. I hope they lose. Same. I got $1,000 on the line. If they run to Tampa Bay, they might. But, uh, yeah. No, nah, that's how I feel, man. Number one seed is on the way. Next week, if we get number one seed, I'm going to be mad ignorant. Because uh, it was not looking that way. They not but I'm hype. Keep it going. I believe in this team. Check out that way. You got to put your shoes on. I agree. Number six on the way. That's yeah, I hope so, man. Championship number six, man. Got to. At this point, got hey, to. You have to go Because it, it's going to be a very sad thing if it's not. Because this team is like, I feel like the perfect put together combination of ever before. So, yeah. No, I agree, man. I, look, things are what they are. Um, we'll talk about some more strategic stuff on another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Word. Like, yeah. Yeah, man, Niners, man, what the fuck? Number two seed, faithful stand-up. Y'all know what it is. Arizona, you next. That's all. You are next. (laughs) Whatever. You ever seen Bloodsport? Yes. That part where they make Bolo talk at the end? First, I break your friend. (laughs) I'm not. Yeah, peace. Wait, wait, wait. Where we going? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, let me get the first one. Oh, very good, but brick not hit back. <laughs> they just put anything on the screens back in the day. Whoa, that was 1984, man. That was the year yeah. that birthed me. They, they year birthed me and birthed LeBron. It was a great year. It was. I'll give it Terminator. to you. Terminator. We had yeah. Sport. Shout and out to, to the Van Damme. Yeah. 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 End of an era. <laughs> Yo, shut the fuck up. Get to the top, bro. <laughs> bro, get up. All right, bro. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go.